It's because you're you're a real guy. You're here. You're I am a real guy. Yeah. yeah. Some of the podcast guys aren't real guys. But I'm a real guy. They're like telephone guys only. But I'm a real guy. I don't know how you do a podcast. All right, guys. What is this? Episode seven, the Off Track Experience. We're here with Chris Kilmurray and Charlie Harrison. Um, Charlie's one of the, the top downhill racers in the world. It feels weird to say that because we both are, but and then Chris is who's more top. If you're looking at overalls, <laughs> it's, currently, it's currently D Donny Perry. See, see, Chuck's just gone for the just attacking out of the start gate. I'm just that slowly chipping away at it kind of thing. Now Chuck's the bookender. The bookender. Uh huh. Like a shelf for books. Mm-hmm. Start and finish of the season, he's going to bookend it. Oh, I get you. See, so he's gone for the podium, which I'd yeah. probably rather have a podium and then and then have no scaphoid. No, nah, well I already, <laughs> I already have no scaphoid in both my rears. But uh, yeah, I feel like a podium is not because you can get a podium then kind of a few shit races. You're like, hey, I got a podium. I think a podium a year is the is the golden ticket. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that's that's it. Someone said to me, I'm gonna cash mine in this weekend. I reckon I'm feeling it. I remember a marketing guy said to me, first race and last race of the year was always imagine the ones to like peek at. Imagine if we make the the double podium happen this weekend. Any weekend, obviously, it's a real thing. It is a real thing, but I'm like, I've got this good feeling and I don't always get good feelings, but, and I had a good feeling here in 2017. No, actually, I didn't get a good feeling, man. I got talked up and I kind of talked myself up. You talked yourself up. Yeah, but. Yeah, did you, did, you, did you not say it to you guys? I remember you saying to me when dude, I first started coaching. Dude, the whole season, the whole season, he's like, I'm gonna, dude, just wait till, wait till lens are high. Um, you guys can follow me all weekend. Yeah. I'll tow you up to speed. I'm leading the train. And we're going to crush carriage. it. And first lap, Don kills himself. Falls apart all weekend, crashes all weekend, switches bikes. Yeah. Were you not on like a mule bike or something then? No, I was on. Hey, you were? You were on tank. Yeah, and you swapped back. On, I was on the tank, the 29er, and then I went back to the 27 M16. I remember seeing you, the run you'd, because I'm like trackside for everything. Yeah. And I remember seeing you, the run you'd switched, and only thing I noticed was how small. The M16. Oh, I felt so. I was I, just like, I was "Whoa, weird. that looks small." Like, compared even, to what you had, been even on. first round, I felt so bad. But I was like, "I can't go back because the like the M29 was too big for me. Like, right. it was way too big." But the thing that stuffed me up was they gave this one to test, and then we're like, "Okay, this fits. This is good." And then when I got to Fort William, they just gave me a bigger one and didn't tell me. <laughs> so I'm like, I, "It fitted, it, yeah, it fitted Jack better." And then I was like, just telling them like, "This bike's too big." I saw photos and just like my body positions yeah, wrong, yeah, everything. Yeah. And then they just said, oh, well, maybe you should get on the one, original one from California. And I was like, why? I'm like, oh, that's smaller. So I'm like, you made this, like, you tested this on a bike. We said it was good. And then you're just like, oh, well, they like that one. Let's make them a different one. <laughs> so, because it's, really, it's really easy when you're not the guy that has to ride the bikes to do things like that. Yeah. You don't have to risk your life. To, oh, like, even, even in Fort William, I remember hopping on it. And I was like, this thing's massive. But I thought it was just the wheels that made it feel big. Not the fact that it was actually an extra large. Yeah, I normally yeah. like to ride, like, larges. But I remember like the jump from the 29 to 27 was just, oh man, like, and you know when you're trying to tell yourself it's good? But it's you not a jump down, it's a fall. It's a, yeah, it was a <laughs> fall. It was a, a long, it was a long fall. But I reckon that's probably second worst race weekend outright ever for me. That was pretty bad. You you fell apart. I did fall apart. And that was after what? A six like Dean six. literally crashed, had like two or three massive stacks in the rock garden. Like bummed your wrist. How You can't get away with it. Three crashes in that rock garden. No, just two like, crashes, two crashes. A double is about, once, yeah. that's all your life's gone for the one weekend. Of them wasn't, <laughs> wasn't, one of them wasn't too bad, and like kind of just like a few cuts and bruises, nothing bad. And the second one was like full jacked wrist, like yeah. rolled down, didn't even think I was going to ride, strapped it up, got down. Gnarly. But 
that rock garden. You hear it's out? It's gone. She gone. It's out. She, I just saw it now. I just rolled up. You saw it. I miss it now. I just I, now I wonder what we'll have to look forward to though, because you get through like you just ho- you just hope to get through the rock section. Once you get to the rock section, you're, you're all like, good. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they say you haven't seen, have you? No. So you go around now, and it's literally yeah. just gonna be like probably a rut in through the grass turn. So it's not gonna be that bad, but it's like not challenging or anything like that. One of the juniors said that. He was only nervous about the rock garden because it was the only place he could ruin a race from. He could ruin it. Yeah. He ruined heaps of spots. Yeah. That's what I thought too, but that's a genius. There is like Dude, can... that that downhill section to where you gotta turn at the bottom and then ride over the cobbles before you go into the bridge and do the rock garden. Yeah. That yeah. in the wet is like so easy. Yeah. I saw I saw guys ruin world champs there last year. Yeah, I just... went off I went off track and qualifying there. Yeah. I saw guys just puzzle so hard about that funky little yeah. off camber. It's off camber the wrong way for the uphill yeah. exit. And yeah, guys yeah. were just like Ugh. But I don't know what's there now. You never introduced me. Sorry. I did introduce you. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Hey, no, Chris Comer, that's all you get. Thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, coaches, he coaches people. Who do you coach? Just throw in some World names. class. Yeah, get the, sell, World. The, sell, sell the car right now. Sell it. Right. So it's a used car, but it'll last you a lifetime. <laughs> no, but who, who you got? Who you got on the payroll? World class athletes. This year, I've only got world class athletes. First year I've ever been coaching that I've not coached, say, a master's writer or... Just a privateer, or just yeah. just someone who just wants to improve so it's their just performance. The, the cream of the it's cream. cream, the cream of the cream, <laughs> the whipped cream. Like the whipped cream. So who's a whipped cream? Charlie's the wheat, the he's, he's, the, he's, a, he's a cherry on top. I think if if the the mountain bike fan knew about the the variation and how creamy the cream is at the top level of mountain bike, and they'd be astounded between like how good some guys are at being professional athletes, and then how. Just have slack, some guys are, or how throw some names in there. Who are we talking about? Nah, can't do that. Can't Isn't do that. We're, we're, we're mid contract, left, right, and center. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> Podcast, this is nonsensive. This hey, is Kate Edwards has a lot to learn, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's like the best kid going, so, so he, he's got to learn, you reckon? Yeah, yeah, he's got a lot to learn, but he's, he's got the talent to put him through until he until he learns more. So, so state, I, state some writers. I think Kate just needs to, um, and I get a happier. I, I thought he was always happy, but I think he's only happy when he's straight off and turns. When he's actually got a race, he gets in his... Yeah, l- last week in Valdezoli, he had a great week, eh? Pretty good. Oh, really, he really out. enjoyed it. He really, really enjoyed it. He made the that's most of it. He didn't, he didn't enjoy the result at the end, but we went... What did he end up? We took a step back. 40 second. Yeah, 41st, 40 seconds, something like that. We took a step back. It's, like and that, but it's, it's qualifying. Like, didn't he qualify that one before? Yeah, he, he hasn't qualified for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, so... So um, people get a worried about results, but like a lot of people don't qualify. And a lot, well, of, good, a lot of good riders. I met him because I was still at the top of the hill with with Reese doing warm ups. Had to get back down and doing all that sort of stuff. So I saw Kate. He left because he qualified quite poorly because of the rain. Yeah. And then I saw him afterwards, and he instantly analyzed result only. He just pounded himself for having a bad result. So then we got him to analyze performance yeah. in relation to other performances this year. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, actually, it wasn't so bad. It's not that bad." Yeah. So there's a big difference between analyzing results and performance. Yeah, I don't get that angry with myself if I feel like I've done what I thought I was like, got, like I did what I thought I'd do. Like if I do that, like if yeah. I have a run that I'm like, okay, that's I nailed the lines where I thought, and I get like twenty fifth, I'd be like, well, that's what I had today. Yeah. But if I do a run where I'm like, even if I got better, like just say I got fifteenth, but I don't think I rode how I should have, then I'd get more annoyed. So it's more. No, like, it's more yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm not like you say, I'm like. Expectations, massive, like like living up, meeting or not meeting or exceeding expectations mm. for a downhiller is just like the it's, biggest. Yeah. yeah, like I remember I had a run when I was in juniors at Mont Saint Anne, and like I just had my bet, like just literally like did my run. I was like, that's the that's everything I had, and then I think Laura's Verge beat me, 
But I remember before he came down, I was like, I asked someone asked me how my run. I was like, that's my best run. If someone beats me, they like that. They mm. deserve it. Like, I had no more. That's sick when it's like that. I'm not gonna that's, play that. Oh, I could have yeah. done this. I could have done that. I was like, no, nah, that was yeah. it. That was all I had. And I think he got that's like cool, point four or something. I was like, good fucker. <laughs> but like, I think, <laughs> I think like when people just stress about like the result. You know, he's like twelve positions ahead in the overall. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. What is he? No, he's less than 12. It's less than 12 now. I'm, I'm, I'm chipping away. I'm not, I'm, hey, yeah, I'm, he's I'm like, not counting numbers, man. He's like P3 or P4, is he? P4. P4, I think. Yeah. What am I? I'm 13. Oh, oh you've gone up three. I have. This is what I was talking about. Are you going to put that number plate upside down or not? I think I, think I have no, to. No, don't do it. No, don't do it. Because, well, what will happen then is it will find its way up. Yeah, you're bringing this. <laughs> but I was, um, that's what I was saying before. I'm like, I'm just chipping away at it. I'm not doing the crazy podiums, but like I look at all the people I jump. Crazy podium guy. Over yeah, crazy podium. Chuck's <laughs> crazy podium guy now. But everyone else, I've only like I'm doing well because every, like I think Eddie, Gwyn, and I've got who else. Like everyone that I've gone jumped in front of because had like crashed or did mm. something wrong. Like I'm just getting there because I'm like being consistent. But at the same time, like I just want to stop being like not stop being consistent, but I just want to go like help or whatever. But I think it's coming this weekend. I got a feeling, man, Chuck, double podium. It's coming. No, we just talked about Dylan. Don't talk about lens or highlight before you drop in. Why not? Well, but Chuck just said it. You fell apart, didn't you? For what? No, no, no. I've got my eggs all in. I'm not swapping bikes here. I've never bike right. to, I've never <laughs> bike to swap to. They've taken my other bike off. Yeah, Unless I got a trail bike, I've just got the one. Captain Hoon is back. But that was one of those things where you kind of like, you crash and then your confidence is a bit down and then you're just trying to search for wherever you can for... Mm. Mm-hmm. kind of a solution so I was like different bike maybe that'll do it and then as soon as I hopped on it I should have just hopped on it and realised when I just sat on it like this doesn't feel right yeah. and then I just told myself that no you've got to work it but I don't know we came back strong after that we got a podium after that so we got second Best so, yeah, so. that following race bouncing back did you where did you go you went from like what, yeah. what, what, what point? 40, I think either 40th or 42nd. I think I was to 40th. like 16th. No, no, to 12. Yeah. Yeah. Podiums are insane though. The points, like if you do a good quality, good finals. Oh it's... man, that's like me now. No, but he didn't get any points for qualifying that nah. weekend. He just, what, where did you go on, on the podium? P. Second. 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 Yeah, to, to, to Gwyn. Because, but the oh, thing, the wet, the wet the thing was, everyone that was normally going to do well, like they all did shit because they got the weather. Yeah. So it was like, I did really well and was at the back and they all did really bad because they were kind of like in the low teens or uh-huh. mid teens. But it's just crazy. I almost jumped from, yeah, 40th to top 10. Where did you get? You did all right. I got 20. You, yeah, you were like, I was six, you were the, you I was six the, in the mud race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were the first guy to get the worst conditions. I remember now because I wasn't coaching yeah, at that I'm stage. A, yeah, I wasn't coaching at that stage, but I was keeping an eye on you because you were friends with G Willie and we we yeah. started to chat and we were just just friendly, you know. I remember, and then I remember just like I was like, oh, this is actually happening. Like the weather's going to turn yeah. for a chunk of guys. So I was like, I need to keep an eye on who who's getting bad weather because obviously once the results shuffle up, you get loads of bros going yeah. Instagram and the big chat so I needed to keep an eye on actually who got bad weather and you were the first guy I thought I remember no I think it was a couple maybe two or three he was like the first guy I was the first after the live feed and it started or I was the first in the live feed and it started at the break and if if it hadn't been for the TV break the new TV break that year you probably would have got a dry one yeah Yeah. (laughs) I remember that um, Chuck came down and he was real angry and I was like he didn't even do that yeah because I went in the like 
Yeah, because like he was just bummed, and I was like, his time in the wet wasn't even bad. I was like, dude, yeah. you just killed it. He's just like, fuck. <laughs> and like just went off, and I was yeah. like, no, like you actually like that wasn't a bad thing. Solid on, yeah. So you were P six in the wet race. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Vital did like a yeah, they wait. did like all the stats yeah, like with the rain. That was, that was pretty interesting. Cool. Little yeah, that's piece one they thing. Did. Do you remember Lords when it rained and everyone had like just everyone blew up? I mean, I just like yeah, he crushed it. He he was yeah. the fastest in the wet by like four seconds. Yeah, but that that place is unrideable in the wet. Yeah, but he just dude, he rode. I, he, I remember some of the it. some of the enduro guys chatting to me afterwards. They were like, "Man, down here was soft. Couldn't ride in the rain." And I was just like, "You've never." It's limestone. Like it's just it's. Just so bro, it's yeah. impossible to ride. I remember just walking on it. I was just like, Ugh. yeah, that place sucks. Because everyone's hard pack. Yeah, hard pack. Slimes on the hard pack. I'm very happy I got away with ever without riding lords in the way and cans in the way. That's true, dude. You know what I was bummed about? Got a flat tire and then snapped my stem at lords. Yeah, I, was I, like, I could have just crashed <laughs> out on some good points there. Imagine. Yeah, was, you were going good that weekend. I was too. thinking this. Imagine if I. Got on a podium in Lords because of the rain, and then I got on the podium again at St. Anne because of the rain. I'll just be the rain. Guy. Woke up overall. Just woke up yeah. overall. I forgot that rain. season was so strange. Actually. Yeah, we had, the, we had two wet races. I always got the win, and then, but Gwynny made it all right. Yeah. Season. I was like, it's funny, I tell people I'm actually happy like he beat me because I didn't want to be like the Fayol. I don't want to win the first World Cup yeah. like that. Like, I feel like it would take away if I ever did win one normally. Yeah. And everyone's like, I hate when people say, oh, your best result's second place. And all this. I'm like, I didn't get second. Like, I did get second, but yeah. I don't really, I look at my best result being third. Like, I feel like that's genuine. That's what I got. Mm. That thing's like, the real deal. Like, if they always bragging to people about winning one, I'll just be like, oh, just, just don't even. Yeah, don't even start. Yeah. But yeah, see? Worst result, best result. Just like that. And that's what you're going to turn around, Chuck, because as you were saying, you got some ups and downs lately. Mm-hmm. What, what are we on now? We're on a bit of a down, but we're turning it around this weekend. Do you remember... <laughs> do you remember... <laughs> what do you got for us? Because you always were like, oh, you had a good one, you're going to have a bad one. So I got my seventh at Leo Gang. I literally remember you saying like, oh, you're going to have a bad one next one or something. Making well, a bit of joke at Leo Gang. This you year. made a joke about yeah. something going bad, oh. and I flew home to find out my wrist was broken. I was just like, oh, my gosh. But I was saying that because it was like, I swear that's what always happens to me. Like, I have a good race, yeah. and have a shit race, and I have a good race. And yeah. it's just like... That's why the two Frenchies are crushing it now. That's why it is impressive. No, it's actually just back, unreal to see the level of athletes those guys are. Just, yeah. like, the training and riding and all that is not easy, but, like, you just do it, you yeah. know what I mean? But, like, the fact that those guys are there every weekend yeah, mentally no, no, no is... Blo- no one blows up. It's insane. Yeah. And, like, like Lloyd had a hard time again. The amount of respect for those guys yeah, is... It's cool. I wonder how, like, you know, Armory said he had a slow run. He still got fourth. Yeah. Like... It looked like a slow run, though. Yeah, he didn't look like he was attacking. Like, no, it didn't look like Amory and Lord, but he got fourth somehow. Yeah, but you look at... I don't know, he's looking at I reckon, like, when he's on it, like, at the moment, I think, like, um, like anyone can beat him when he's on it. Like you look at him, Maje, yeah, and it's like you are just going for it. Mm. I watched him pedal out of Stargate because you know it was like went Loic and then Amari, mm-hmm. and like Loic pedals out, and he looks like real good form and everything. But Cruz out, mm-hmm. and then I went to Amari, and he just looks like he's trying to kill someone. <laughs> like he just like I can see why I was second up the first split. He's just angry, and he like pedals around the first turn, just like sprinting backwards, yeah. drift, and I was like, okay, that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. It's not because it's not like you don't have enough speed. Oh, that's that kid, anyway. Yeah, I know, that's the thing, but he's just like, you just see him ripping on the bars, he's like, shit, yeah. like, 
Yeah, that's what I mean. To be in the top ten these days, like that's what you got to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that hope. that top ten is. I swear it's harder than it used to be. I swear, like it, like even though, even though I haven't got that many, yeah. I swear like it's like I don't know. It just seems like more of a big deal now to jump in that top ten. Yeah. Maybe less shuffled than before. There's more guys. There's like five guys that are there all the time. Yeah. Well, you always have like Danny, Amory, Troy, Lloyd. Brooke, Brooke, Greg, Greg. Yeah, Greg. So you get like two open spots, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Greg fell off, got seventh, and all of a sudden, Danny, yeah, yeah. Danny got punctured, got fifth. Yeah, that's, so you're just like, wow. That's, that's what I tell people because I had like a slow leg at the bottom, and I'm like, Danny had a slow leg too, and he's on the podium, so yeah. I don't want to get too loud about it. But <laughs> that's like, like he got it, and he's still on the podium. Yeah. He was going quick. I, I think I'm pretty sure he was a second up, even on Laurie's time at the second split, mm-hmm. and then he, he faded. Looks like he's risking his life occasionally, trackside. Yeah, if does. I'm totally honest. Well, speaking about risking your life, what, do you, what have you been doing? <laughs> so talk us through Leo again. Talk us through um, oh, yes. Maribor. Bro, it's literally just... I was, now, I was, Maribor was all good. Maribor was just like... Maribor scared me. Nah, that was... I remember Maribor he, scared you he more was in than, com- than... He was in control. Leo gang? Com- no. Well, I didn't see Leo gang because you went before me. Ah, uh, true. Yeah, yeah, so I didn't see that. But I was watching... I remember so clearly... That like your run came up and I was like hyping at the bottom <laughs> and I was like in Maribor in Maribor yeah. and like you were coming into Compression Alley and I was like here we go boys like, <laughs> yeah. just, just sit down for a second. There's and a few people have spoken about Compression Alley during the race week about Chuck coming down. Oh man, and I, I caught a glimpse of it just once. Oh. And I was just like, oh, now I know what they Dude, I But honestly, like, just kind of what we were touching on earlier, like to, to get in that top ten. You have to ride so hard. Yeah. And yeah. like, that's the reason I, I've had a few loose moments this year. It's like when I'm riding to get into the top 10, not that you're like, you're always trying to be in there, but when I'm riding where I'm actually going to yeah. get in the top 10, like I'm, you have to ride on that edge so much. Yeah. So it's just like, you're, you're literally riding as hard as you could. Well, I was telling someone, you literally have to have, go as hard as you can and have a perfect run. Yeah, it's like you can't have that. Oh, I'll be smooth here, and I'm like, yeah. hey, this. It's like, not nah, everything you got, and don't fuck it up. Yeah, and if exactly. you fuck it up, you could drop whatever. But if you don't, you're probably gonna be there yeah. anyway. Oh, well, well that, that especially at Leo Gang, that literally that is why I got so loose in the start because I was like, this is such a short track. It's so easy to just ride. Yeah, but so hard to Racing. ride it to the point where you're gonna get a result, get a good, get yeah. a good result. So you have to be so perfect. I'm like, I literally, I have to push so hard, but don't make any mistake because yeah. if you make a single mistake, you're yeah. pulling the parachute and as far as result. So it was would like... You, would you even call your... Like, it wasn't really a mistake up top. So anyway, that's it. was Chuck just went into a section real hard and almost got catapulted in the first... The, fir- like, the ten, first ten, section. 10 seconds of track? Or? Less. The first, probably seven, seven seconds. Seven seconds. seconds yeah. Did you like, after that though, were you just like, oh shit, like... I've got to back off, or like we just. No, like, it got me. It got me so high, and like I don't know if you ever feel this, but like if you have a really loose moment in your race run, and you save it, like I, I just felt like invincible almost. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I got my loose moment out of the way. Like so let's just go. Uh-huh. I don't feel like I'm that's exactly what you said to me at the bottom. Like it was the first thing you said to me when I saw you after the race. And you were just like, now once once that happened, it was on. Yeah, like I, I, I got. Like, oh, I remember like, 
I literally, I just got like so happy and I was just like, let's go. Like I did it. And then like, cause you know, you do that left hand turn and you like drop onto the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like scrubbed off the road and I was just like, I was yes. ready to go. Yeah. We didn't know me, but me and your mechanic G Money were up there in yeah. the Stargate together and we could see that section. Did you and we it? didn't, I saw it live. Yeah. Like, I, live and direct. No, I, I lied because I was not far after you, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. You were in the warm up house. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. In the, and I turned, I saw um, Chris turn around like eyes wide open and I was like, what just happened? And he's just like shaking his yeah, head. Yeah, but I turned around and like, it was full cartoon spec. Me and G Money looked at each other and my jaw hit the floor yeah. like it does in a cartoon. And it was the first time it's ever happened in my life. And my jaw just went, well, I couldn't control it. It was just like, like that. And then me and G Money straight away made the joke, there is a God. Instantly, <laughs> it was the first thing that came out. And then I turned around and straight away I realized, fuck, my body, Luca's show was right behind me. And I was just like, I'm in the staircase. My body language is full on. Told Luca what's just happened. And I was like, I need to wind my neck in. Yeah, yeah, be yeah. professional and yeah. just be chill and not let Luca on that there was the biggest moment in history. Like, moment <laughs> someone died, almost died, yeah. yeah. So then I was just like, yeah, best of luck, Luca. See you, Dougie. And then I would have seen you and my eyeballs just went yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, it was a mistake at the end of the day. I hit the first compression too hard, got bounced too much. And the and reason I swapped like is because I wasn't set up enough for it so I just teed it off and my front yeah, wheel kind of yeah. slipped a bit so how do you get away with that shit because this is exactly the same as good warm up as <laughs> last year okay so I never watched the live feed but I'm like okay Chuck's run's coming up I was a bit concussed I wasn't thinking straight I'm like I'm gonna watch this run this, what's what's the worst that can happen go in very first clip he just like nose dives the motorway and like just rides the front wheel and I'm just like fuck this like I'm going back to my training that was the that, that was the gnarliest save I've ever yeah. had that Hands down. Yeah. And if I went over it, my season would have been over. Oh, yeah, that's well, cool. like, I literally was in the air. I was like, I'm going to wake up wherever yeah. in however many minutes. Yeah. Like, I love I you, like, maybe days. I love yeah. that like, you nose like, and then you land you like a little like speed bump. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, ooh. I okay. was so stunned. Oh, man. And you still did well that year as well. Yeah, you? I got... 14? 14. 14. Yeah. Classic 14. Yeah. But... Um, did you get bonus points for a save like that? Just like, a, like you know when like in car games when you're racing yeah, you yeah, like yeah. A, do a jump and hit something yeah. extra points but like speed well, and style basically minus minus one second yeah, minus one second <laughs> yeah that's a say who'd get the most minus one seconds in downhill Danny would be pretty good he'd do some shit Laurie's pretty loose nah Laurie's that's what he's changed I, I couldn't believe how smooth he was in Valma Silver Brooke McDonald I'm ready to get some two wheel drifting that'd be some extra points yeah Old Brooke, he's so consistent now. He's yeah, yeah. He's, he's still attack shit though. Yeah, yo, one hundred percent. But he's he doesn't really blow up as much. No, he did blow up. At, what's it called? At uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, even um, when like you know how he was like the last kind of guy that could beat Laurie. Yeah. I was like, even Laurie probably couldn't be that bum because it's like either you're gonna win. Or you're gonna get knocked off by Brooke, so it's like not the worst yeah, yeah. situation to be in. Sure. No. Even he, like, because I started, like, as soon as Brooke came in, I started, like, chanting Greenland. And even afterwards, he talked to me, he's like, I didn't really sink in. And then he started, like, getting, like, get me jacked up. And I was like, dude, like, I didn't feel like, like, no offense to Joey Braden or anything, but I'm pretty sure, like, you had him in the bag. Like, I, yeah. It was pretty yeah. much, it was done. It was a strange race, though, with the five guys coming down at the end who weren't. Yeah, they did. Who well, aren't though. Top they did, guys. They did. Yeah, some of them really. Palazari really capitalized on it. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm sweet. One, I one thought I was going to get 14th or something. And then, um, yeah, I think the Italian guy went 12th and yeah. another guy went... 13th was the other Italian guy, Von Klebersberg. 
But he came down here. He came He wasn't down here. That's fine. Yeah, that guy's just, he's just standard top 10, top yeah. 15 guy now. But, I mean, I find a lot of people would either just, when they get put in that situation, you either perform or you just fully crumble. Yeah. Like, all of my coming up, as far as results through World Cups, it's been like me surprising myself and qualifying and then kind of like accepting it for finals and then like doing well in finals, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like first first season racing elite World Cups, like didn't qualify at Fort Bill, I crashed. And then qualified 78th here in 2016. I finished 45th in finals, which I was super stoked on. It was my first one. Imagine I bummed you being 45th now. Yeah. And then... <laughs> what are you doing, mate? <laughs> what's, what's happened? And then... Um, and then what was the next one I raced? St. Anne. You I did. qualified 19th. Yeah. And I was like, I can retire happy now. <laughs> like, I'm done. Yeah, I and remember then, that. That's kind of when I, we first started, like... Did we, so we first started hanging out? Yeah, yeah. I remember I chatted to you, because I think... You just, I think I was like 21st and you were like 22nd yeah. or something. Yeah, I like finished real... 22nd finals and I was yeah. like so stoked. And then I came, the next World Cup was Andorra. Yeah. I qualified 11th. Just kept And then finished 14th. And then Worlds was the next weekend in Valisol. Qualified 20th, finished 14th in Worlds. You finished 14th then? Mm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I remember everyone was kind of just like, who is this guy? Who's the track guy? Who's the new track but guy? But it's like, it's hard because everyone should always just like, oh, you gotta just believe in yourself, which is like true. But personally, for me, it's been like me just chipping away at it, mm-hmm. and then it's been the moments where I've just somehow made something happen, like yeah. surprised myself in qualifying, got my first top twenty qualifying, like qualified eleventh at Andorra, and was just like, holy heck, and then somehow managed to like fit into that and rise to the occasion for yeah but do you feel like if you qualify well it always gives you that bit of extra yeah. confidence where it's like personally for me like i try and treat the race race weekend as like it's like three objectives you do a good time training run yeah that gives you confidence for qualifying mm. do well in qualifying that give you, gives you confidence for uh finals and it just like flows to the yeah weekend. flows like, through even like for bill like i got a flat in qualifying like not nothing really to like that you can blame on yourself. Yeah. But still, I was like, it's some like it just messed with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you just, don't know where you're at. You yeah, and sitting. I didn't just like keep it going because I qual- I did time training while I think it was like seventh or something. Mm. But then like yeah, blew up in finals. So I think it's the thing because like if you do a good quality run, you're like, well, that speed's where I should be at. Yeah. Like, you obviously got to find bits here and there, but if you don't have that, I guess reference point, you're like searching for time everywhere. Yeah. And you don't have that like, okay, I'm good here, I'm good there, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember speaking to Bruni after time training in Andorra this year. We just got to the bottom of the track, five mm-hmm. five p.m. same time, and we just had a chat. And he was he he in his books it was a bad time training. I don't know what place he got or whatever, but he, he got was. Ten, I beat him. I was nine. So there you go. <laughs> Stat, stats guy here. But I remember how bummed he was, and he was just like really like I'm not happy about being so far back. I'm not. It's just like for the rest of the weekend now. It's a whole got to redo the yeah, game plan. Yeah, got to yeah. rebuild from here. You know, like I need won the race. And what, like, the time we would have taken out of that, like, from when, like, his time training run. Yeah. Too. Like, I think I might have taken out, like, five seconds or something, yeah. but he probably did, like... A track as long four. as Andorra, it should be at least six. Yeah. Six to qualities and then four or five to finals, but it could be more for some guys. 
What did you do in time training? Oh, yeah. stats guy. Tenth position. Secret stats guy. Tenth yeah. position, time training. Dean Lucas, ninth position. No, he looks at results more than anyone. No, I, do I, I, do, I do love some results. Traveling within the last two years on intense. Amount of times I've looked over on a car ride or an airplane ride, and Dean's got a set of results up. No way. From like three get... years ago. What do you get from it? Okay, you want to know how much time he took out of it? Go on. Okay, 11 seconds from time training to final. I thought it would have been more. Oh, wait. Is that qualifying? Oh, no, that's qualifying. Yeah, so it would have been 15 to finals. Did he only go a second quicker than finals? Don't know. Narrowly. Uh, yeah, 15. Yeah. 15 seconds. That's a yeah. shitload. That's a chunk. Probably would have seen his dust if he followed himself down in time training in the final. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> Making himself his own bitch. Crazy, eh? All right, Chrissy, let's talk about you. Let me yeah, we want to ask you. Um, oh, here we go. He's ambushed me now. Hey, well, I want to know. Got the call. Like, Come do podcast. What was what was like the the reason you went from like like why do you want to get into the whole co- coaching role? Because I'm kind of like I want to get into coaching. I reckon down the track, probably mm-hmm. not to this level of like World Cup. Yeah, maybe I don't know. But right now, like I want to do coaching for like younger kids. But I want to kind of like be pretty specific who I pick and like how I do yep. it and like bring them up from there. But yep. why were you like okay, World Cups? Get some cream together, make a cake. No, I didn't start with. I didn't necessarily start with cream. Um, <laughs> just start with lemons. Lemons. Start with milk. Made my made my own cream. <laughs> um, that's two questions. Which one will I? I'll do them all. Oh, okay. So, well, basically, I I race for years myself. Still race now. Love racing bikes more than riding bikes almost, mm. or kind of fifty fifty really. But definitely love racing bikes and have yeah. a massive love for any kind of racing, like whether it's rally cars or motocross just competition racing and for whatever reason i don't know yeah. never like your conventional ball sports and that sort of stuff so yeah went to university college as we call it in ireland yeah um to do civil engineering because i needed a career of some variety to make some money and i was like one semester in and i was just like oh this is dog shit it's just it's not for me i was doing okay like the exams weren't difficult or it was just, just didn't like just, it right? wasn't my thing yeah, yeah. i was like i was like wow, building sites or bridges or whatever not for me so during the second semester, I was in the library studying and there was all like the, the sports studies and sports science section. And I just found myself in there all the time. Yeah. Like all the time. I was just like, well, this is super interesting. So, and that was back kind of, that was not pre-internet, but pre-easy internet, pre-fast, high bandwidth connections and it's stuff. dial-up. Uh, nah, yeah, you can still get, you can still find some dial-up. Like two, it was 2004? Yeah, three, right. four. Yeah, yeah, that's a dialogue. Yeah, I mean, like, what, A-D-S-E-L-E, whatever it's yeah, called, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I just found myself just in them, and it was just kind of the penny dropped. I was like, actually, I really enjoy the physiology side of things, learning how yeah, the body yeah. works. So, at that point in time, it was probably to help improve my own performance more than anything else. Yeah. But a real passion for it. So, I switched courses the next year, sports science or sports and exercise studies, whatever it was called. Yeah. And just kind of, there you go. Went from there. Just kind of went from there. Loads of things happened in between, but it bore you to tears. <laughs> and then when, you, when were you, like, kind of... Okay, you've gone from that point to okay, we're World Cup. And um, got how many? Well, how many podiums you got this year? Podiums, like right. Well, just say riders that you've worked with have got podiums. Marable, <laughs> Chuck and oh, Danny. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah so. P four, P one, and then things were pretty good after that. Chuck went good, but not not for Danny. She broke her. Yeah, yeah she did the P one plate for the first time in her life and snapped and uh, exploded in the AC joint got, it's another thing she didn't get too excited no just kind of no not too excited but like you can like go from such a high yeah to such a low so quick yeah it changes the familiarity with that track probably had 15 at least world cup podium well, oh, oh yeah. tiny heaps but tiny heaps Greg, Greg Callahan winning EWS's Killian Callahan was EWS overall champ 
downhillers kind of left, right, and center getting good results. But I, I don't keep track of that for some reason. I don't keep track of kind of the podiums. I kind of I I have an eye more on the the long term curve yeah, performance the, improvement. The yeah, improved, like if you yeah. take Tani as as the easiest example because now she well she was number one and she will be again for mm-hmm. sure. And you take her as the easiest example. Well, I started working with her. She had got beaten at her first junior world champs. And she was the shoe in for the medal. She went there and she crumbled mentally, kind of like Donnie did in Lenzerheide <laughs> with his bike swap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she crumbled mentally, got beaten by, I think it was an American girl. I can't remember her name. You'd, you'd know her name if I, if I, if I said it. Mm. Got beaten by her. So her, we lived in the same town in Morsey. Mm. And her dad contacted me because he kind of just heard through the grapevine that I was, you know, coaching. Yeah, yeah. And it started from there. And I know other coaches, like well-established coaches at the time, had refused to coach Danny. They were like, "No, it's not for me. It's you know, whatever." So behind the scenes, maybe they thought she'd go nowhere, do nothing, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But I was just like, sweet an opportunity. She's already kind of, you know, she's in the thing, but everyone's expecting big of her, and she's not, maybe not really did it delivering yet, or whatever. So I was like, sweet, cool challenge, and yeah, you know, I, I remember being super nervous about the whole thing. Because at that stage, I had minimal experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What year was that? And she was probably 25 seconds off the win at that stage. What year? What was it? 2013, the winter of. Oh, okay. Yeah, I getcha. I mean, like, was she, was she junior? Or maybe or not. Two, 2012, 13. That, so she, she she'd junior. got beaten. She'd got beaten in Leo Gang World Champs. Yeah. And then the next year, she went to Peter Maritzburg and won the gold medal as junior. Oh, and I was coaching okay. her then. And then from there, we just chipped away at it. But 2014, she got the podium at Worlds. Super close to Manon's winning time. Two seconds at 1.9 or something. Yeah. So then we just we just climbed from there. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, no one believes until they believe. And everyone wants a piece of you. Yeah. Everyone wants a piece of you when you're winning. Yeah. But then you, you do need people like me and, and good people in the industry, sponsors and bike brands and whatever else, to believe in riders that are in 45th, to believe in riders that are in 15th. Yeah. You know? Chuck had some good results last year, but like he, he wasn't a podium guy every weekend, but Trek believed in him and yeah, boom. Yeah. First race, see you it's always back. good when someone like shows faith in you, or like before you're kind of proven, see yeah. that, or like picks yeah, up yeah, on yeah. it. Even how people treat you differently, oh. like I love when people treat you the same when you're getting fortieth to then you're top ten guy or something. Yeah, like, or yeah, the, yeah. And the person to say you are the person, you don't change either. Yeah. Like, that's one big respect I've got for Amory Pirion because he's the same guy when he like when I met him, and he wasn't like he was still doing well, but he came from that to winning it over and winning everything, like he's no different. No, he's the same. Like, yeah, follow him on Instagram. He's the shit he puts up. He's just like, he's a straight up G. I, yeah. Like because I speak French. Yeah, yeah, I suppose I have maybe a better insight to how good a guy he is. Yeah, and he he's just genuinely a good, nice guy. Like just chipped away at it, and he's yeah. a good dude. He's one of the real good people. I see, I see in his bio. It says his age, and then it just says life lover. And like, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I can see yeah, that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely sweet. That's cool. Same as Estac. It's yeah, they're similar. They're all. It's funny how like yeah. if they're French, I guess have got this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what you'd call it. Like everyone kind of looked at the French as being real serious and yeah, all this yeah. stuff. And I guess probably Loic was the one that kind of turned it around. Yeah, and kind of had more of a fun side and outgoing side. Mm-hmm. And now like Armoria, Stack, um, Fritz, Fricks, oh, Fricks. Sorry, yeah, yeah, all yeah. these guys are just like okay, it's like the cool French generation yeah. now. I guess yeah, you'd absolutely. Say. Yeah. But people still give them. They, they, it drives me crazy. But they lump people together in cultural categories, and they're just like, oh the french they're yeah. all they're all this or they're all that they're serious they're cheaters they're uptight they're a b c and d yeah and you're like whoa like if you, if you know the dudes or if you speak the language or whatever like they're all so individual yeah you know because there is some there is some penises out there There's yeah some french guys who are around running one basket kind yeah. of thing yeah. it's like aussies like aussies new zealanders just like yeah. look at these dirty fucking 
And like some of us are, yeah. but like some of us are kind of like switch on as well. Some of us can run mm. our own podcast, yeah. That's not easy. It takes, some of us have a... It takes manpower. award-winning podcast. Yeah. yeah. Some of us have two stars on Spotify. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know how many subscribers I have. I don't know how to check that. Whatever. Someone wants to get onto me. I don't it's know. Relevant. How, it's yeah, irrelevant. It's irrelevant, man. Just, just the progression. Came yeah, from yeah, yeah. That's true. Remember. Instagram doesn't... I know how many listens I get, so that's... I got that, but... Yeah, it's like the Instagram. I did. Media is a trap. It Don't worry about it. Instagram get rid of likes. It'll be the best thing ever. It is good. They're going to it. Oh, you still got yours? I've lost mine. Oh yeah, yeah. big dog here. You're what? They're trialing it. They're trialing, trialing it. Like apparently. so, you oh, can't really? see how many people like certain things. Gotcha. I I had heard of a, a not a team manager, but someone you know really involved in the industry. Yeah, I won't say names. Um, nah, drop names. Come nah, on. I can't. Come on. Nah, not happen. Well, tell the story and then. Um, and they, they had said, and maybe, maybe not, maybe they weren't the only person, but they had said that Amory Pierron will never win a World Cup. Oh, before, obviously, before. Full on, because, because basically they were, you know, looking to sign a guy. Who says shit like that? I know, they're crazy. People were like, so certain about it. Like, at least in the top 20, I, yeah. could, I could say, I reckon anyone in the top 20 oh, could, win, could win one. Yeah. Crazy, like, yeah, you can believe it. Yeah. Fluke it all, just putting the yeah. work in, like, so that the same. And I was telling Estac, because I started coaching Tom my last offseason. Yeah. And uh, I was telling Estac that, you know, I, I noticed him and Amory riding together 2015 season on Scots, on Black Blanc. Yeah. And I was just like, these guys, once they figure out how not to crash and burn, they will be just, yeah like, top dogs. Because they, like, some of the stuff I saw them do together, I was just like, wow. Mm. You know? And, and so I was telling him that. And he, and I was saying, like, you know, all the English speakers in the circuit knew who you were. They were just like, these guys are just mad dogs. Yeah. You know? And he was just like, no. And I was like, yeah, even back as far as 2015, we were like, couldn't pronounce your name, but we, yeah, we were yeah. just like, "Who are these mad dogs?" Yeah, yeah. You know? So I think it's funny. I was looking back through an old old results, like no, and I saw I <laughs> on a trip somewhere. On a trip somewhere, I was on the plane or something, and I went on Roots and Rain. It was like Worlds or something, twenty thirteen or mm-hmm. twenty twelve, and like Thomas Stack was racing, and I think like Alex Fayol and all these people that race now that I just had no, like just think head up my ass kind of thing. I think yeah. I was young and like you don't really know, like you know, you've only been in it a year or so, so yeah. you don't really like you just don't meet everyone in a year. But it's just crazy, all these big names that are still in it that started when you did. But you, yeah. like, I look at some of them, I'm thinking, like, they started late or started earlier, or like, you don't, you just don't know. But they all kind of did start the journey at the same time. For sure, yeah. But it's funny how some people peak real quick and then other people struggle a bit. And like, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Everyone's kind of, it's cool. When, really I think it's cool when someone things. struggles and then they figure it out. Yeah. And then they come and they're just like, then they're the man. And you're just yeah. like, fuck, what did they do that was different? No, yeah. What's the biggest thing you think you do, Chuck, coming into from, um, what is it, seven, no, 18 to 19? What just, you, just the team. Just the team. Strictly the team. I mean, um, yeah. Uh, he's a better athlete now than he was. I was going to say, Chris. Yeah, he's a better athlete. No, because I was working with you last year. Yeah, but it just I am just a better a, athlete. Better athlete. Did I remember but, when we went to Maribor and, and we went out for gelato or something, you said no gelato for you. I'm like, Something's wrong with Chuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you got a podium. I was like, yeah, gelato, man. It, it's just, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously the fitness. That was my second off season training yeah. with Chris, yeah, second yeah. year. So like, we were kind of obviously need like a, a bit of gel time. So that I guess you could say that was last year. Yeah, for sure. Kind of dialed things in, but um, yeah, majority of it was definitely just the the team working yeah. with the track guys. Like, I finally had literally everything I needed to yeah. do well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I needed confidence in it too. Yeah. The training, well, that builds confidence the training, all yeah. the support, the bikes, like just having access to, to know that 
we sort of did everything yeah. that we need. Or if I do end up needing help, like it may, if we get to round one and things aren't as figured out as we thought, like they're going to fix it. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I had so many conversations with Chris over the off season. I was just like, dude, like I, I literally have everything. All the puzzle pieces are here. Like, yeah, I can do well. It's literally just up to me now. Yeah. So that was kind of the first, well, definitely the first time in my career where I was in that that point. Because like, I mean, you know, with like the last two years of intense was amazing, but there was points where we were definitely lacking. And yeah, like, yeah, us as riders, we're trying to like we were offering ideas to kind of better it. Yeah. And we didn't have all the resources or yeah, there's definitely parts they could improve. Priorities weren't necessarily correct whatever yeah, it yeah. may be um, well that's kind of like i was saying with the whole bike thing that they changed that and that was like something that i didn't even know yeah and it's just something like that's like looking back at that now that's massive that's huge it's like you ride a bike and then you give it a different bike but then yeah they just kind of look the other way kind of thing so yeah, like yeah. stuff like little things like that but it adds up yeah. and like obviously it, i mean you don't have to think about that it yeah. just makes it all a bit smoother really it just came down to i mean chris is pretty much like the backbone of me as an athlete mentally physically and then with the team just like working with such an amazing professional group of people they're so motivated to to do well and just help you as an athlete yeah um and be chill too yeah exactly and it's cool and it's like they're literally perfect for me because like i mean you know me like i'm super professional like i i don't drink or party really like very rarely um and i'm super into my training but and that's the same with trek like they're so professional yeah but that doesn't mean when you go to the races like we can't enjoy ourselves like have fun like whoever wants to come hang out in the pits come hang out like we're all doing this together sort of thing yeah. Uh, so it's it honestly, is a party pit at the moment, day, but in a, in a real good way. Not like, not a party not pit. Not a party pit. Everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome yeah, for sure. Cool. Like, come in, make coffee, hang out. Everyone knows everyone. Yeah. Um, I'm super proud to be a part of a team that's like that. That's cool. The environment's like it's key king. Yeah. It's gonna, like number one. Yeah. Because I was gonna say like, we're quite like races are quite precious with like a lot of things. Like we get stressed out about like little things and all that, but I think that's just like because you are trying to be perfect. Like, it is just really trying to make yourself perfect to do a job perfectly. Yeah. So, like, any little thing that, like, can niggle away at you, and especially when you're away for, what, six or seven weeks yeah. with the same people, same people gets, doing the same thing yeah. in very stressful environments, it's yeah. always, like, sometimes that little thing, it's not actually that bad, can, like, just kind of yeah. flick a switch. Yeah, so, if you, get, yeah, if you get people around you, it's, like... It's weird. That, it all comes back to, at least in my perspective, it all comes back to restaurants where all you have to do is ride your bike. And it's something you've done so many times and you've we've all ridden a bike to the best of our ability and you kind of have that stored up in memory you're just like yeah. i can i can do this i can nail any section any turn anything i've done yeah. it before i may not done it all in one go but i've done bit sections at home anywhere yeah. riding and you're just like 14 58 you know 2 58 p.m i need to drop in and execute yeah. you know and it all works back from just like that's my start time i have yeah. no choice but to drop in and make it happen okay, in those three minutes and all of the other emotional stuff and environment and friends and relationships and everything in the pits and travel, it all just works back from yeah, for sure. 2 58 yeah. p.m. That's something I've kind of a mentality I've had this year is like just obviously we all know that you can make something great happen, mm-hmm. but it's just like I try and look at everything as an opportunity to do something yeah, great. Cool. 
and like obviously we've been on the roller coaster so it hasn't always worked mm -hmm. but just at least having the mentality of being like here's qualifying like let's get yeah. the weekend going like let's get some points or Make it finals like yeah. whatever even like i remember going up from airborne like i was like i know i can do awesome right now i don't know what awesome meant like it could have been 15th 10th whatever, whatever and like i ended up getting my first podium but it was cool like just going up and knowing like I can do well, but not knowing like what that was, what it was yeah, gonna cool, be. Though. I always get excited when it's like that because I'm like, I just want to, like, I just want to race. I don't want to practice anymore. I don't want to look at yeah. lines. I don't want to stretch. I just want to race. Yeah. Like, I've had like yeah. at Croatia, like race morning. I just like, I just want to do my runs yeah. so I can race. Like, Dude, I, I remember. Yeah. I just wanted to get through the morning. I was like, knew that like I could do everything perfect. Or I knew I felt perfect everywhere, and I just like yeah. Wanted to get through the morning. Like, literally, probably after time training, if I'm feeling good, I'm just like, just, just get me race. I don't yeah. want to practice anymore. I don't yeah. do anything. Just that was like, dude, at Maribor, like, yeah, you just dude, like, you I go up, show you usually you go up, you hear those, like, start beeps, uh -huh. and you're just like, I would rather be anywhere but here right now. Like, dude, I was at the top. I was just like, I want to hear those beeps. Yeah. Like, I, I just want to That's go. when you know you cracked it as an athlete, though. Yeah. When, like, when the only nerves are, are positives. Like, it's you, like, you preparing for battle. And like, it was the same, like, even at Battle of Soul last weekend, like, up until it rained before qualifying, like, got done with practice. I was, like, so excited for qualifying. Yeah. I was like, let's go. Like, track's going to be perfect. Yeah. Like, I'm super excited. Yeah. That's, like, how you want to be. Because when I'm at home racing, I'm like that all the time. Because yeah. I'm like, everyone here, like, I'm kind of, like, expected to do well. I know I can do well. I'm like, let's just do yeah. it. Like, this is going to be sick. But then you get to World Cups and you're kind of like not the big fish. You're kind of more yeah. mid-sized fish in the pond. So I know it's like hard to be like, okay, I'm going to do it. But like yeah. that's where you see where time training, qualifying, that builds you up. Like you yeah. slowly get bigger and bigger. You're pretty much digging into the only part of performance that matters really. Yeah. Like, or the, the crux of it really. Because everyone talks to me about, or a lot of people outside the sport, whatever will speak to me about the physiological side of things. And they want to know about sets and reps and wattages and training zones and like all, all of the the quantified side of training which mm. is actually far less useful than people think it is mm. that, that that's what they know that's the vocabulary they know and that's what they think we're all tied to we're married to this sort of training zones and all, yeah. all of these real specific things when actually sometimes or more, more often than not it's it's kind of the emotional readiness that training gives you yeah is i always get excited when there's a part on the track that i just enjoy to ride like if there's like a gap or something Mm. or like you know the gap we're doing at Valdezol that no one else is really doing like you know you're saying before you got what Jack what was that you got Jack I showed you in the rocks when me and I snapped his bike we'd jump in a rock Remy oh uh, yeah Remy yeah, Tyrion yeah. did it in his race run um, you know you said you got loose at Lego Gang and that kind of pumped you up like I remember in practice I wasn't feeling that good and I saw the gap and I was like I just gotta do it like I gotta do it I remember landing it and like greased it and then the whole next section I was like okay I'm like just yeah. you just get like that yeah. no I was the same I would gap Lily pad downside, and yeah. I get so pumped up for that next section. Especially, I remember Sick. I did it a couple of times, and just hearing this. Like, I remember one time I did it, and I just heard this person just go, "What the fuck?" Because I don't think, like, yeah. I think me and Chuck were really the only one doing it. And then I did it in front because I saw Remy Tyrion and did it, and then apparently he started doing it as well. Sick. But I was just like, you know, those lines when like it's pretty gnarly if no one you can see is do like doing it, and it was so good as well. Like, you just oh, so much smooth. Like, I always come into that section with G out. And just bottom and bounce, and I hated it. And then doing this with just grease, grease. Yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy. Like racing, literally, is like the seventy percent mental side is like one hundred percent correct. Oh, yeah, dude, Chris sure. helps me out so much because I'm an emotional train wreck. But yeah. like, especially with like all of 
roller coasters of racing. Like, and I've especially oh. experienced that this year. Like, it's insane. And just it's having really like solid people around you to support you. Like, dude, I'm at like, yeah, podium at Maribor, so far out the back at Fort Bill, like blew up in my race run, like went off track, blah, yeah. blah, blah, made a bunch of mistakes. But at the end of the day, like I just didn't do my job. Yeah. But like, dude, I was like full crying after the race. Like, so I was just like, how one, do you go like, from one to the other? I finally felt like I was figuring things out. And yeah. then it's like, as soon as you start to think that, it's like something happens. Something comes up. And then to go and then bounce back and get a top 10 at Leo Gang, like that felt better than my podium, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, then like, oh, my wrist is tweaked. I'll fly home. I'll get it checked out. Like, whatever. Yeah. I was like talking to Chris. I was like, it's a sprain. Like, I'll go home and do, some, do a few weeks of rehab and make sure I'm fine for Andorra. Yeah. Bang. Like, wrist is broken. You're getting surgery. Yeah. And I was just like, and then to come back, fight through all that, and then crash and qualifying and not qualify about the soul. It's just like it's like kicking you down. Yeah, building character one, yeah. one, one step at a time. Yeah, that's like I feel like not to your extent, but the same way I felt like I rode well at Maribor and like almost got a top ten, and then went to four wheel. I wouldn't even qualify at four wheel. Yeah, and then even here I wouldn't have qualified at the other side. I was cashing peas left, right, and yeah. center. Yeah, but just, it's funny how you can like yeah like do so. Like, I felt awesome at Leger. Like, I got top 10. I was in, like, 0.8 off the podium. I'm like, yeah. yep, we're here. And then you can just get, not even qualify. Yeah. See you later. Yeah, there's, like, there's a sermon I was listening to, not that you guys are religious, but it's just, like, about living your life in seasons. Because it's just, like, everyone wants to live in the moment, which is good mm. to an extent. But it's, like, you got to realize it's, like, no matter how bad it is, there's always, there's something else coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, just because you're having tough times... It's not going to be like that forever. Yeah. This too shall pass. Is yeah. the one quote. I don't know if it's Ernest Hemingway or someone, but I, someone told it to me, and I was just like, "And that's oh, like that's my." It'll always get better, now. right? Yeah. yeah, it can always get yeah. Especially if you're prepared to work. I've always looked at this like, "Hey, you say that," but I've always like thought as bad as something can get, it can get just as good. On the other hand, no, absolutely. But at the same time, it could get just as bad again. Like you've got to just be ready for either yeah. either. Yeah. If yeah. you're prepared to work, though, the good times will eventually. Yeah, it can outweigh the the bad absolutely for sure. yeah. if you're prepared to put the hard work in the work works that's, so that's the one like, thing we always i reckon it's funny now because you know obviously looking at this season all like a few bad re- like results or whatever but then you kind of i look back at like 2016 when i had a few bad results and i'm just like well fuck, i changed that and now it's yeah. good like you, yeah, yeah. you just think now because you're, you're in the moment now of doing it but then like say you could podium this weekend or next weekend or stack it out boys and then you're just like i don't know you yeah. change like it just can all change really quick yeah is a uh, is dropping into this racetrack on Saturday afternoon a privilege? Do you guys, oh, as World Cup racers, yeah, see it as a privilege? Good. Yeah, I think it's good. Because that's one thing I started saying to people in my coach this year. It's like, you're, this is a privilege. Yeah, like, what I, you're about to like, do. It's what I always say to you. Like, I will go into the gym. I will have the worst session mm-hmm. ever. I will literally be dying on the floor. And it's like, this is better than any other job. X, yeah. X, yeah. X, XYZ. Yeah. Like, you I'm, know what I mean? And, at the end of the day, we're all living someone else's dream. Yeah. Like, and you yeah. need to appreciate that. And that's why I'm not super big on like, like I, so many racers, they like to play into the whole like, oh, this is such hard work, like uh-huh. racing, it, blah, 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 which it is. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Like we put it's, a lot it's of mentally time a lot harder than a lot of jobs. Absolutely. Sure. But it's like, we have it so good. Yeah. And it's a privilege, like you said, to drop in on a race run. It's, it's, it's a privilege to get to ride that, your bike like it's that. It's a blessing that I get to get paid to do something that I love. Yeah. Which not many people get to experience. You need to be fit. 
pay to be fit. Travel well. People pay Not for me. Not everyone in the top 20, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People pay for me to go uh-huh. and do what I love. Like, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Dude, I was thinking that when we were at the J, you know, you got like the first lift. I remember I just had my headphones on, like playing music and like going up. There's all these crowds there and like people want to get photos with you. I'm like, literally like to these people, like a rock star. Like yeah. literally going up, like kind of like, I remember going up, I was like, I'm like not the shit, but like, this is cool. Like we're doing a, like yeah. this is a fucking cool thing. Because you think yeah. of like how you look at motocross races and like, you're like, fuck, they're pretty cool to us anyway. And how like these younger kids would look at us and be the same, in the same light or same like, thought, yeah. thought train is like they're... I remember I watched an old video, a freecaster video, and it had like Minar and like Ratboy and um, Brooke and all this. And I remember when I first watched it, like thinking back how cool they all were and like, I want to do that one day. And Dude, it's the same, cool. yeah. And now we're just mates with them and hanging out, but it's just weird how like obviously these young kids look at us as being like. Yeah. Like, I struggle with that all the time. Like, I'm such a fanboy still. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like literally like starting World Cup racing as a junior. And like, I remember. I think it was 2015 or 16, Lowe came to California. Yeah. And he like messaged me on Instagram and like was like, oh, we should ride. And it was like the best day of my life that Lowe was asking me, like telling me that he was coming to California to ride. And it's like, I come to the race like, and like I'll talk to like Greg Minar and Loic and like Brooke and like all of these dudes. Like in the fact that like they know who I am is unreal. Yeah. But then that's like, at the end of the day, everyone's just a person. Yeah, you know what I mean? Person, yeah. That's the bottom line. And all line. we do is ride bikes downhill. Yeah. yeah, it's not really that. It's not yeah. like we're... Yeah. yeah. But then actors, all they do is just pretend to be someone else. Mm. But they're so... Because they're just... Crazy, so yeah. insane, but know? it comes like... Like you said at the start of this chat, it was just like actually, you know, it's the good people you really... Like Amory. It's the good yeah. people you really know and like and want to kind of be around. And for me, like as a... F- we're all fanboys. Everyone in the pitch there is a fanboy pretty much. Yeah, and, so but it, but it now I'm, I think I'm only a fan or a fanboy of the genuine good people. Yeah, you figure out the flakes and the the less nice racers yeah, pretty yeah. quick, and actually like the genuine guys. I'm like, wow, you're a good dude and you're a rad bike rider. But first, yeah. you're actually a good person. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's sure. a few people that are just a bit. Yeah. That's like you're saying like the privilege thing. It's like you literally you look at it as all we're doing is riding down a hill in a cool place, hanging out with cool people for seven eight races a year yeah. it's like not that bad yeah the yeah. life that racing has given me is unreal and i've met the the most amazing people yeah ever because of it like the friendship that we made like and jack over those two years with intense yeah. like all these people that i get to meet like when chris just think when else would you meet like an aussie and irish irishman like all these different French people. Yeah, like, no. And then you got friends all around the world. For sure. That's what my mom always says. She's like, it's actually insane how you could be like, oh, I want to go vacation somewhere. And like, you could pretty much have yeah. someone yeah. that you could go stay with. Anywhere in the world. Like the fact, like I'm going to Jack's house for all of October to go surf. Yeah. Like, and it's like, how would that ever happen without? Yeah. yeah. So many times people speak to me, people not in the mountain bike little world or family. And they're like, oh, I went to so-and-so. Or I've been here. I'm going to holidays here. I'm doing this. Yeah. And it kind of like, in my head, there's always a connection. There's almost always someone I know from racing yeah, from that's been there or lives there or is from there. Or you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, whoa. It's really, it's a small one, but there's so many, kind of, there's such diversity in it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's one thing I like about this, just saying more than like the same motocross song, because I feel like it's all in the one. Yeah. country or whatever that's not so diverse yeah. well i i that the, the bmx coach who came and hung out with me at valdasoli last week an italian guy yeah who i tutored at the the world cycling center a few years back 
and he was just so stoked to come to see a mountain bike race and he messaged me loads to come and do it so i was like well sweet val Lasoli works you're italian and whatever and he said to me afterwards he was because like, he's he was just at bmx world champs mm. before that and he said to me he was just like man I'm just, i can't believe how nice and open everyone is because obviously bmx you're eight men yeah, it's, start, yeah, it's real. Take you can take someone out. Take someone out. It's it's head to head race. But I think even more than that, just whatever way the sport is, the organization, national federations, Olympic money, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, he was just he stuff. was so taken aback because he's a he's a mega fan of the sport and he got the high five loads of bros that he's only ever seen in TV. Yeah, so he's a big fan. But he was just a, he genuine. He was like, wow, everyone's and, just and real nice. Yeah, yeah, we're not so disconnected from people either. No, like just, you can meet people in the pits. You can literally finish walking yeah, out yeah, pits yeah. and say good day. Yeah. He came for laps on Sunday afterwards, and his, his mind was just like, wow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> rad. Right. Yeah. Do you reckon the crowds are getting bigger as well? I swear every crowd's getting bigger this year. Valasoli always disappoints me at the finish line, but I think yeah. that's like yeah, there's there's every, on track. but everyone stays on track. It was like for Group A practice Saturday morning, we were there, and it was just like i I normally love race day heaps of people on track but i hated valvisol because i didn't have like it was wet still so you're kind of looking at lines Mm. and i hate stopping and looking at lines when there's so many people because i feel like i don't know that added extra bit of pressure when it's like Mm. normally if there's heaps of people on race day like yeah it's people you just nail and shit you're like yeah it's good when they it's good when it lines up to where it's just like you do your practice and then like you go up for finals and you're like, holy crap, there's a lot of people on track, yeah, but it's yeah. just like, they just show up for finals. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let us do our practice in the morning. Yeah. But obviously like, but you know, sometimes when you're feeling it in like practice and then, yeah, and like everyone sure. yelling kind of pumps you up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Okay. That's that. Hoonin. Hoonin. Well, That's mean, that like, mental. That goes back to the, like the privilege thing. It's like yeah. people want to, sh- people come uh, to watch us race. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like to ride a double taped, like B zone main track, double taped course and whatever, amazing alpine venue you know with all these people watching you it's just like no no one so few people get to ride mountain bikes in that environment Everyone, yeah. and so many people ride mountain bikes love it yeah and you boys used to get to drop in and just swing off it on sunday and the, heli- the helicopter is waiting for you if you need it yeah, yeah <laughs> the finish line is there with green or red lights or whatever and like <laughs> yeah. the fans the media like it's all there for you and you all you need to do is just go capitalize just go on it. it just go for it all you need to do is execute and it's the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. Because I always think back, because I've had times when I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Like, I've had, when you just, when nothing's working and you're just having a shit time and like, like I was going to say, it can be the best job when it's going well and be the worst job well, dude, when it's do going you, bad. Do you remember how before you got your podium at St. Anne in 2017, yeah, like you I, literally told your brother that you were done racing that year? Yeah. When I went, like, when you I, got your podium. Yeah, your You've told me that once already. Yeah. We're going to work together for two years. When, when I went home, I talked about this with Greg. I got home after, after this race in 2017. And I was just like, first time my family, like I'm not racing anymore. Like I, like I didn't, I didn't think I was gonna get a ride for one. Ah, true. And then even if I did, I was just like, I don't know if I've got it in me. Like I just don't know if I've right. still got it. Crazy. And then the, literally the second kind of just like saved everything because yeah. not only I feel like got me attention, but like I was just like, yep, I want to race still. Like I can do it, kind of thing. And like I was saying, just standing on a podium again is just like, you just, all these emotions come up again. Yeah. Like, hey, this is pretty cool. I'm yeah, like, it's cool. So, it was the same with last year with me. Like, like Chris said, like. Dude, I was just like, it's I literally remember sitting him with, like in Andorra at the pits mm-hmm. after finals. And I was just like, dude, I don't know if I want to do this. Because it was like, I was putting all of my effort into it mentally, physically. And like, it was the best season of my life. Yeah. But I was just like, no matter what, even when I got good results, like I had to try so hard to mm-hmm. get them like mentally. And it was just so taxing. And yeah, it was just like, I was so fried. Yeah. And, um, 
That's why though, like all, all the internet warriors, the keyboard warriors, yeah, and we need them. The sport needs them. That's okay, yeah, yeah. cool, whatever. But that's when they when they start, you know, running their mouths really passionately about the tracks, and they don't actually know really anything about them because they've never ridden them or seen them. Yeah, and that's when I also get like a bit because actually the tracks are so important to get right, and the good balance of safety and challenge and everything else because motivation is key to performance. And Chuck ran out of motivation after Andorra last year for a brief period of time because he was like, I had to risk my life to do that. Yeah, and I remember, I remember but that's partially, so scared yeah, to race. That's because the track was eroded to nothing but bedrock. Yeah. And all you can do is just hoon down the middle. Yeah, it's pretty All you can hard. do is just swing off it as hard as you can. Now, they made some changes this year that actually were pretty good. You know, they stopped that pinball. Yeah, the chicanes. Yeah, the chicanes and, and, and a few other bits and bobs. Yeah. Still could probably slow down a bit more. But, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not about the, this is bike park, this isn't bike park. Yeah. You know, it's, it's totally, the tracks are, need to be the right thing for you guys to have peak motivation to go out and do battle with the clock yeah you know it's so crucial yeah it's so crucial and it's good but and you know you're saying before with the whole like mood motivation or like i always think now like when you're 60 or when you're 50 or whatever and you look back and you go oh hey i i I gave up on it and then you'd be like like, i feel like you'd probably be out of it for two even a year and you'd just be like fuck I wish I didn't give that away. Yeah, like, for sure. And you think how much of your life you have to live once we're done. Like, mm, yeah. it's so, such a big space. Like, well, especially too, like, I mean, did 2016 when I went to Fort Bill and crash and qualifying, like, because I've always, like, my whole career is just like, it's just everything I've gotten is just through hard work. Yeah. And like, even as a, like a junior racing World Cups, like I wasn't the person like I was, I never stood on a junior world cup podium. Like yeah. everything about my career has just been like, all right, let's start here. Let's, let's work. Let's just improve. But anyways, like went to Fort Bill, my first elite world cup. And after like working so hard for six months, whatever, leading up to it, didn't qualify. I literally called my mom and I was just like, I'm done. Like I, I I'm tired of doing this every day, putting all this work in and it doesn't pay yeah. off. But then if you fast forward, like, Two years, I get my first, like, or the end of that year, actually, get my first top 15. And then it's, like, last year I got my first top 10. Mm. And then I end the season, and then I was just, like, yeah, like, I'll get a podium sometime. Like, it'll it'll come. And then, like, first race this year, get a podium. It's just, like, it's actually insane. Like, it's so cliche, like, oh, you can do anything. But, like, you literally can. Like, you never know what you can do. Yeah, that's funny how you say, like, I mean, I was saying you get real pressured. Like, you have something bad happen. You're like, oh, I can't do this. And, like, you kind of have, like, yeah. get all emotional and put into it. Yeah. I know the first World Cup I did, after I broke my wrist, I was just like, I'm not racing World Cups. I'm done. Fuck this. Yeah. I want to go home. I was, like, so down about it. And it was, like, literally day one of, like, all this, like, energy I built up. Like, I'm going to be World Cup racing. I'm going to Europe. I'm racing Val Exactly. All this stuff. Then day one, done. Broken wrist. And then just wanted to quit pretty much. And, like, night and day how it changed. But Brilliant. Yeah, there's not many guys that don't have rocky road to the top so you need the rock Boom. yeah the thing it makes it make, I feel like then you appreciate it more and it's, yeah absolutely you get more like into it's, impo- it's almost impossible to do it without it yeah you know yeah you don't really talk to anyone that just had this smooth road to the top where nah, nothing really went wrong yeah personally like as a junior dude I wanted a factory ride so much all I dreamt about was getting a ride yeah and me getting a ride 2017 my second year as elite like that was literally the perfect timing you know what i mean even yeah. though i thought two years before yeah, yeah, i needed i belonged on a world yeah. cup team 
And it's like, I'm so thankful that I did it. Like I had it pretty good as a privateer. Like a lot of people helped me out, which I'm super thankful for, but I'm also thankful that I wasn't the person that got on a team straight away. Cause I, I think fully it appreciate yeah. everything that I have now Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and the people that helped me out. And just all the privileges that come mm, with being yeah. on a factory team. So, like, I've, there's a couple of juniors texting me, well, Instagram and message DM me yeah. about you know contacts and, and and ideas for teams for for junior next year on the World Cup circuit. You know, they want to race, and I was just some of them have raced juniors this year, or some of them have raced youths that are coming up or whatever. And I was just like, that's not that's not what your energy where your energy should be. Like, I know, okay, having a team where you're gonna have tires and wheels on tap or whatever. Yeah, it's not you and dad. That that's that's awesome. But like, you need it. That's not. That's you not, literally there's no. You, you had no practice strategy in any race yeah, this year. You, you don't know what a warm up is. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. You literally don't know what you want or what is up or down. Yeah. But you do want all the bling, because that's yeah. what everyone else has. But yeah, to get yeah. the bling, like Chuck said, you need to do the hard. Well, that was one thing we saw with like having Nick Nestor up on the team. Like not to bad math Nicky or anything, but he got like hooked up Early day, on? day one, nah. like first yeah. year junior, which are like you see a lot of kids do, and some kids. Um, excel with it and some of the kids kind of like struggle with it in ways but yeah. like I thought with Nicky he just he got everything given to him so early and then he kind of didn't understand where he was like what he had and yeah. I know me and Jack I was telling like we both spent time in Bend and spent 15 grand to try and race World Cups literally went broke yeah, yeah. and all yeah. this and he's just got like on a literally a platter staying in like hotels like we are now like really nice hotels has his own mechanic has us to kind of like mentor him as well. Yeah. We didn't really want to get that much from us, which I understand like young kid, I know everything. I'm yeah. winning in America. I'm going to win World Cups, blah, blah, blah. If you're young and enough, got, you know everything. Yeah, and he got a podium in his first World Cup. So I know that kind of fueled the fire. Yeah. And it was funny, by the end of the first year, we were just like, we were pretty done with him. Like we, right, no, yeah. we, were, we were off him. Like I remember really? me and Jack were talking about it. Like we, we honestly didn't really want him on the team. Like we were really negative towards it. And then the next year, he kind of just turned it all around. Like he grew, he grew up a lot after the first year. I don't yeah. know what happened. Um, I don't know if Chuck got on the team as well. I don't know if that was a, a big part of it. But it's funny now that then he's when he lost his ride and he became a privateer. Even like talking to us, he's like, I didn't I didn't understand what I had. Like I didn't understand yeah. how good I had at the Crazy, start. Yeah. And it's just like you almost need that yeah. gypsy couple of years to be like, I don't know, to realize how green the grass is on the other side and like how what like i don't want to go back to that and that's one thing with like i was saying before like how good you do have it and yeah. you don't know how good you have it unless you're kind of in the shit and in the like have to pay it your own way and have to organize hotel rooms and have to scab tires off people and like do it all beer and yeah. all that but and then i think it's good to start because you make a lot of relationships with people and yeah, you have like that's the of, key that's like you say the rough road kind of thing yeah even though it's not like it's not that rough it's like you, you choose to do it but at the same time it that's the key skill for the juniors or for any athlete here one of the key skills is, is the people skill yeah making relationships keeping relationships we have these mm -hmm. six months gaps where you don't see each other or whatever and being able to, just being a genuine person able to keep relationships that's that's how you get rides yeah. that's how but that's even how you just enjoy your time here yeah absolutely yeah. So, yeah just yeah make friends with literally everyone yeah that's one thing when i was a gypsy and traveled around i made so many friends and then as soon as i got into vinci global which is my first proper ride i stopped really because Gabe would just organize everything and then yeah. you go to trip, like you just you didn't do as much you didn't actually communicate with that many people and I was kind of like I didn't I'm just glad I already had relationships built before then so it made yeah. it a bit better but like if I just went straight into a ride I feel like I wouldn't know as many people I wouldn't build yeah. as many relationships you don't yeah. and the junior, juniors need like a what do you call it stock car racing in the US or whatever they need like a, a limiter on 
they need a limit on how many tires, how many wheels yeah, are allowed. Yeah. They need a limit on bike frames. They need a limit on. They need a limit on loads. And every time, even if you're on a factory train, yeah. Like, I reckon they need to go talk to people again. Like you say, you're sponsored by DT Swiss. Like go talk yeah. to the DT Swiss guys about. Yeah, but then the team manager doesn't want that to happen because Junior's a penis. Yeah, but it's, it's, so it's really, yeah, really interesting, tough one. Eh? It's tough one. Yeah, it's definitely all about relationships. I mean, that was why, like, I rode for Trek for two years before I was yeah. on Intense. And I, well, I actually rode for them for a year when I, way back on my first ride, when I was Gwynny's team for the last year, he was on Trek. But then, like, properly rode for them for two years. Like, and just the relationships I established then, like, how much I enjoyed everyone. And, like, I remember it was so hard because, like, they gave me an offer for the Athertons when yeah. I got my Intense offer at the end of the 2016 season. And just like leaving those guys, I felt so bad because I valued yeah. everyone so much yeah. and respected them so much. Um, it's tough but, when you like become so close with people because it's not like everyone, it is, they say it is a job, but it's not like a normal job. Yeah, it's more of sure. like a family yeah. kind of thing. And you get a lot more emotion built into it. And there's a lot yeah. more, I don't know, you, you, literally it's just yeah. your family. Like you hang out with them. Every day, night, night, yeah, yeah. morning to night, and then you, yeah, it's it's not just like you go to work, you leave work. Yeah. But then because of those relationships, I did my, I was on tennis for two years, and then when they had were forming this new team, like for me to be able to go back to them and then to want to bring me back, and like we all just gelled so perfectly straight away, like it just yeah, yeah, you just, already had that kind of thing built in where exactly. And just the fact that because of the relationships, it was like, yeah, I mean, this, I, who knows if I would, if I would be on this team, if I hadn't written for them before yeah. and like knew everyone so well. Yeah. And, um, but that's the thing. It's such a small industry. Yeah. Well, the trippy one for me was that I coach three of the four riders on Trek Factory Racing. Mm. Reese, Cade, and Charlie. And He's that, the unofficial just, Trek Factory Racing team. Why, unofficial. What was Ethan at? What's he doing? I didn't even know Ethan. I didn't even know Ethan was a thing until Ethan showed up. So I was just like, "Oh, Ethan! Hey, forgot about Ethan." Just I just didn't know. Just do what, uh, Junior. Just do what um, uh, Baker does and just get Trek to pay you and just say you're a coach anyone else. Tiny's got yeah. Well, no one. I, don't, I think most people won't know that he is the trainer for F and D. So yeah, yeah, true. Nah, probably trainer, superhero, superhero. cook, dad. whatever you want to call it. Dad. Yeah, team dad, team dad, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say you pretty much run that team. Nah, Tony runs the team, yeah, but yeah, you run Tony. I run Tony. No, probably not. Chuck, show me the time. We gotta get to dinner. Um, yeah, send you a message. You message. Get your ass. Oh, Scott's waiting for Dean. <laughs> oh shit. Um, We're all out. All right. Before we go, um, can we just have a pick? Who's your pick for the overall? Who's your pick for worlds? Women, uh, women, men. Oh well, like for, if if you're looking at me first, like I think the women's category, it's such a shame that Miriam, Tanya, and Rachel are all out. I was gonna before we go, do this quick. Okay, so um, Marine smoked everyone. Yeah, Marine dominated. But I so just, quick I, stats before we go for dinner because yeah. dinner, dinner is late. So we 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 always compare ladies' times to men's times, but we always keep in context weather and track conditions yeah, if we can. Yeah. Uh, Laurie's run was exceptional in Val de Soli, so he was two point five ahead of second place. That was the same gap to fifth last year. Yeah. Um. So Laurie's run was really exceptional. Capitalized on what was unknown conditions for most of the racers, but the gap between Laurie and Marine and last year the gap between Amory and Tani was within point four of a second. Yeah. So you're looking at kind of Marine's run is what. Let's be honest, it's legit. Like, yeah. Marine has the pace. We've seen it for ages. Tani's Tani just been waiting for her to come up. 
Yeah. You've just been waiting for someone else that she likes, she gets on with. Yeah. She's a French speaker. Marine's a French yeah. speaker, obviously. So the girl has been waiting. Girls that's what I just want to say. Girls. I just want to, like, I saw Marine's time and I'm like, it's really good, but I'm like, would that have been right? Yeah, that, that was been? right on par. Dan, yeah, that was yeah. on par. That, and that's exactly what Tani wants. That's what I want as Tani's coach yeah. in a battle. We well, you just got to keep doing that. Yeah. It's going to grow both Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what do you reckon for the overall? Who you got? I haven't looked at the, because Tani's in there now, I've not paid attention. I think it's like 200 points between them. Right. That, that's a big buffer. It is a big yeah, buffer. Big buffer. So it's, it's, but the ball's in Tracy's court now, though, to... That's the thing. She's the one. She's the one that's got to mess it up. Because I think after that, the big gap. So it's like Monsters. I think the thing is for Marine, she, second, she, she can just keep charging. Yeah, but no, Marine, no, Marine no. was twice in Val de Sol at the weekend. I caught a glimpse of a shape coming past, or heard a bike as well, yeah. and took a quick glance because I was doing something else. And it was twice I thought Marine was a dude. Yeah, so here's Donnie. Yeah, how she, how she, yeah, she, how she rides her posture. She has such good bike skill. Yeah, she yeah, has such good bike skill. You see so much with racing and sports, like someone gets a glimpse of like crushing it and they just go on that's what yeah. so it's like marine right that's the thing even like she was fast at variable before she crashed yeah okay and then but we we, we obviously keeping track of her as tanya's coaching as, as a big part of uh, tanya's performance kind of process let's say yeah we keep track of lots of things and then we can see trends and tanya's got a really good eye for it. she's a super good racer even though like a lot of dudes won't give her any respect because she's getting dominated time-wise compared to them yeah, but yeah. as a racer she's she's developed so much and now she's genuinely really really good she's got yeah. a good eye for all sorts of things and one of the things she's got a good eye for is like, oh yeah, so-and-so will crush time training. So-and-so will do this yeah. quality, so-and-so. But push comes to shove, this is what's going to happen. And yeah. that's kind of, so it's just taking Marine time to get the experience. Yeah. You know, and we were just waiting. And Tani always said, it's like, it's going to happen. It's just, we don't know when. When, yeah. yeah. She's coming to Australia next year for off-season, so cracking the whip. She'll have a sweet Aussie accent then. Which is have a sweet Aussie accent. Yeah, we're going to have the Donnie program. She's going to be the Donnie program. We're going to have the Chris program, Donnie program. But yeah, who's your pick? Come on, pick for overall. And no, actually, fuck the overall, we don't really care about that. One bit of advice you can give to someone listening, getting into I think, uh, getting into Loic's Lo- 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 going to win the overall. Loic's Lo- got the experience now to keep that margin to the end. Yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah. And pick, a, pick an overall. Overall? Overall for the men. Oh, Loic. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, it's a charity. I think the only one, like, obviously, Loic. Yeah, he, like, he's a good dude, so yeah, we're all, we're all pro Loic. Like, uh, worlds. What about worlds? Oh fuck. Loic. Loic again. Who's the king of worlds? Charlie Harrison. <laughs> yeah, if anything, you can't pick other people. I, can, just... I, I have to pick Charlie. He's gonna win it. There you go. See you, bye bye. Checking out. This is a double podium. It's gonna happen. Tani. But okay, one. Tani's gonna podium. Charlie's gonna podium. Boom. See you, bye bye. All right. One bit of advice for anyone getting into World Cup racing. One bit of advice that you would give to someone starting off, either in juniors or elite men or whatever. Like, what would you say? That... Take time to pay attention to the details. Because even though if they're not important, the mindset required to pay attention to details will bring you very far. There we go. There you go. I like that. What do you got, Chuck? I could sit here all day. <laughs> no, I've got a book. We've got to go to dinner. <laughs> I've come struggled on. so much with World Cups. Like, you got to go to dinner. I have, so to, I have to make a potato salad yeah. for dinner, so but come on. <laughs> I would say don't place expectations on yourself too heavily. Yeah. Don't force things. Like, it is a process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't expect too much to happen too quickly. And like I said earlier, like, you literally don't know what you're capable of. Yeah. So just, if if you have the dream to pursue it, just yeah, yeah. pursue it. Just believe the process. Yeah. you got two arms, two legs. You're capable of anything. I think it's good. I think, yeah. it. I think that's a wrap, guys. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Episode 7. Thanks.
Thanks, Don Perion, for having but, us on board. And actually, I'm glad you're alive after the the Doctor Who crash on oh, Sunday. Yeah, that was big. Actually, record this one. Check Charlie. out check out Donnie's Instagram. Yeah. To so see for all the fans out there, I was <laughs> Don and I actually did the first one together, and we recorded a whole podcast with Brooke, and he didn't press record. So yeah. now he pressed record, thinking it was. I thought I pressed record. Yeah. But I didn't press record. He's so, yeah, backwards. And Cheers, also, Don. Also, I've got to put it out there. Thank you, Lucas Shaw, for coming up with the name. He gives me shit every time I talk to him. So. He came up with the off-track part. I added the experience in the dark. But it's yeah. your podcast, man. All right, guys. Catch you later. Thanks for listening. Ch- ciao.